Welcome back, everyone, to Lesson 190. I choose the joy of God, the joy of love, instead of pain. Seems like a great idea. (laughs) Pain is a wrong perspective. When it's experienced in any form, it's proof only of self-deception. It's not a fact at all. There is no form it takes that will not disappear if it's seen aright, if you can see what's really going on, because pain proclaims that God is cruel. Well, how can that be real in any form? It would witness to God the Father's hatred of his Son, of its creation, the sinfulness he would have to see in him, and his insane desire for revenge and death. Oh dear, can projections be attested to like this? Now, to be attested to means to assert that they're correct and true and genuine. Can they be anything but wholly false? Pain is only a witness to the son's mistakes in what he thinks he is. We think we are a thing, a separate thing. That's a mistake. So this pain is a dream of fierce retaliation for a crime that cannot be committed because it's an attack on what is wholly unassailable. That means it can't be attacked. It is a nightmare of abandonment by eternal love that could not leave the Son, whom it created out of love. We are love itself extending itself No abandonment possible in that arrangement. So pain is a sign that illusions, that hallucinations reign in place of the truth, have obliterated the truth in our awareness. It demonstrates, or pretends like it demonstrates, that God is denied, confused with fear, perceived as mad, not angry, but insane, and seen as traitor to himself. If God is real, there is no pain. If pain is real, there is no God. For vengeance is not part of love. And fear, denying love and using pain to try to pretend like that God is dead, has shown that death is victor over life. Pretending like the body is the Son of God, corruptible in death, and as mortal as the Father, he thinks he has slain. Oh, what a mess peace to such foolishness. The time has come to laugh at such insane ideas. There's no need to think of them as savage crimes or secret sins with weighty consequence. Who but a madman could conceive of them as cause of anything at all? Their witness, pain, is as insane as they, and no more to be feared than the insane illusions which it shields and tries to demonstrate still must be true. It is your thoughts alone that cause you pain. Nothing external to your mind can hurt or injure you in any way. These are very black and white statements. There is no cause beyond yourself that can reach down somehow and bring oppression. No one but yourself affects you. You see how unequivocal these statements are. No wiggle room. There is nothing in the world that has the power to make you ill or sad or weak or frail, but it is you 
who have the power to dominate all things you see by merely recognizing what you are. As you perceive the harmlessness in them, they will accept your holy will as theirs. That's the everything you see. And what was seen as fearful now becomes a source of innocence and holiness and delight and beauty and love. My holy brother, now just think about this a while. The world you see does nothing. It has no effects at all. It merely represents your thoughts, and it will change entirely as you elect to change your mind and choose the joy of God as what you really want. This goes right back to the beginning where it says over and over again in those early lessons, what you think is what you see, what you see is what you're thinking, and so on. Yourself, the reality of you, of all of us, is radiant in this holy joy, unchanged, unchanging, and unchangeable forever and forever. You can see this is a very strong, unequivocal statement. And would you deny a little corner of your mind its own inheritance and keep it as a hospital for pain, a sickly place where the living things must come at last to die? The world may seem to cause you pain, seem is the operative word, and yet the world, as causeless, it's just a hallucination, has no power to cause, as an effect, it can't make effects. The image in the mirror can't do anything but sit there and be an image. As an illusion, it just shows you what you wish. Your idle wishes represent your pains. Your strange desires bring it evil dreams. Your thoughts of death envelop it in fear, while in your kind forgiveness does it live. Pain is the thought of evil taking form and working havoc in your holy mind. Pain is the ransom you have gladly paid not to be free. Does this sound insane or what? In pain is God denied the son he loves. In pain does fear appear to triumph over love, and time appears to replace eternity in heaven. And the world seems to become a cruel and bitter place where sorrow rules and little joys give way before the onslaught of the savage pain that waits to end all joy, whatever little there may be, in misery. So lay down your arms and come without defense into the quiet place where heaven's peace holds all things still at last. Just lay down all thoughts of danger and of fear and don't let any attack enter with you. Lay down also this cruel sword of judgment that you hold against your throat and put aside the withering assaults with which you seek to hide your holiness. Here you will finally understand there is no pain. Here does the joy of love belong to you. This is the day when it is given you, as all days are, to realize the lesson that contains all of salvation's power. It's this, pain is illusion, joy is reality. Pain is sleeping, joy is wakening. Pain is deception, and joy alone is the truth. 
And so again, we make the only choice that ever can be made. We choose between illusions, hallucination, and the truth, or between pain and joy, or between hell and heaven. Those are all the same choice stated differently. Let our gratitude unto our teacher fill our hearts as we are free to choose our joy instead of pain, our holiness in place of sin, the peace of God instead of conflict, and the light of heaven for the darkness of this world. Change your mind, change your life. Beautiful, important lesson. I hope you have a marvelous practice today and that pain can just melt away whatever kind or type may be there. I look forward to tomorrow. Bye.